Hi, this is Mark Brady. I'm the pastor at Anchor Faith Church in Valdosta, Georgia. I want to thank you for listening to our podcast today. We believe it will bless you and minister to you. I get ready to receive a word from God. Uh, we're going to be diligent. We're going to be deliberate this morning, but I do have a word that I want to minister and, and bring uh, for this year. If you will, go with me to Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1. might sound like a weird place to go for Christmas, right? Usually we're in Isaiah chapter 9 or Matthew chapter 1 and 2, Luke chapter 2. We're talking about wise men. We're talking about, you know, Jesus and Mary and Joseph. And Today I want to start in a little different place and help us recognize what this truly means that Jesus came to earth, the birth of a king. In Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26, it reads this way, then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion. Everyone say dominion. Over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And verse 28 says, then God blessed them. Everyone say blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. I want you to understand today that if you really want to understand the birth of Jesus and understand the birth of a king and understand his mission and his purpose uh, overall for even coming to the earth in the first place, why he laid down his deity, why he laid down his, his sonship and his Godhead and the kingly rule that he had in heaven to come and become a man just like you and I. We've got to go to the beginning. We've got to understand that God's intent and God's purpose was partnership with man. Will you say that with me? Say partnership with man. Partnership with me. Look at your neighbor say partnership with you. God wanted to partner with you and I. God had a mission to usher his kingdom from heaven to the earth. And as we see here in Genesis chapter 1, that his his preference, his intent, his mission was to extend his kingly rule to you and I. Partnership has always been God's intent. Partnership with man has always been God's plan. He wants you to be a part of what God is doing. He wants you to be a part of extending heaven to earth. That's why Jesus, when he taught his disciples to pray, he said, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Through who? Through you and I. Understanding that sin, understand that man's voluntary transgression. That the kingdom was not stolen from man. It was handed over by their voluntary right to disobey the word of the king. Do not eat the fruit of the tree. Sin separates. Sin separates. And when you become separated from that which is giving you life, your source of life, you in turn die. The Bible tells us for the wages of sin is death. It's always paid out in death and it always will. We didn't see a physical, natural death immediately in the garden. But we know that that separation led to further decay. 
leather led to further uh, deprivation of mankind and all that came into this world as we became subject to sin, subject to the world that you and I were called, as we see in verse 26, to have dominion over, to rule over, to reign over. Sin separates. It's like cutting off a branch from a tree. And the leaves that are on that branch eventually will turn brown, will eventually wither away and die. Why? Because they've been removed from the life source. It's like removing the fish out of water. We removed, we were removed from the presence of God. And God eventually in Genesis chapter 6 says, my spirit can no longer contend with man. I must remove my spirit. The spirit was what gave life to man. So man throughout the Old Testament is living separated from its life source, is living cut off, is living in separation. The wages of sin is death. But then Jesus shows up, and in Matthew chapter 1, I want you to see these words here. Without giving the whole account of the angel coming to Mary, and, and I, you have found favor with God, and, and, and do not fear. You'll be uh, with child by the Holy Spirit. This great, confusing, uh, chaotic mess that's now been created because she's not even married. And, and the man uh, that, that she's with is like, you know, what are you telling me? You're pregnant by the Holy Spirit? You know, you can only imagine the drama that comes with that. But I want you to look at something here in Matthew chapter 1 and verse 22. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled. Everyone say fulfilled. You understand that Jesus was the fulfillment of something. He wasn't a restart, guys. He was a fulfillment. Fulfillment means to continue. Fulfillment means to restore. I want you to understand today that Jesus did not just come for your destination. He came for your restoration. I'll say that again. Jesus did not just come for your destination, that you will now end up in heaven, that you have now, by confessing Jesus as Lord and praying the sinner's prayer, are destined to be in heaven. No, there's far more to that, that God wanted to restore you, mankind, back into that partnership with him once again. Not to sit around and wait for heaven, but to bring heaven to the earth to be the agent of change in a world that has seen nothing but decay and nothing but destruction and nothing but separation, the wages of sin being death. No, he says, this has all been done. So the word would be fulfilled, that which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet saying, behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son and they shall call his name, watch this, Emmanuel, which is translated what? God with us. Not just God for us. We know the word of God is for you, who can be against you. But he said, no, I want this baby. I want this man that will be raised in the flesh. I want my, my sonship and my Godhead upon this man to reflect one thing, God with man. Once again, I'm restoring partnership. I'm restoring a continuation of the connection that I intended my man and my women on this earth to live with. And you and I are not just receiving access to heaven to go there. We're receiving access to bring it here 
among us. Somebody say amen to that. He says that I want his name to be Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. In Acts chapter 10, I just want to give you an image of what this God with us looks like. What does God with us, does that just mean I have affirmation that even as a sinful person, I, I, I can be accepted by God? Does it just mean that uh, he's accepted me that when I die, I'll go to heaven? Does that just mean that I can be as good of a person as I possibly can on the earth? I want to show you what God with us looks like. Acts chapter 10 and verse 38. Acts chapter 10 and verse 38. And you know that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. Then Jesus went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. Here it is. For God was, come on, say it loud. God was with him. He was in partnership. Jesus gave us the example of what partnership with heaven looks like. Jesus identifies to us what it looks like to work in sync with the Father once again. Not separated. No longer bound by sin and subject to the natural things that, that bring a wedge between us and the Father. But he has connected us together, partnered us together with the Father once again. What you received as a result of Jesus being born, I heard someone say this past week, Mary delivered a baby and that baby delivered us. But didn't just deliver you from hell when I die, but delivered you from hell on earth. Gave us access to a kingdom being brought out of darkness into light to be the agent of change once again as Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 identifies. You were made in his image. You were made in his likeness. And all of that is compromised until Jesus shows up on the scene. Jesus said this, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He said, I am the door. No one gets to the Father but through me. And Jesus for 33 and a half years, three and a half years of his ministry revealed to us what partnership with heaven looks like. Today, I want us to remember that Jesus is God with us. Well, sure, Jesus was God in the flesh walking the earth for the 33 and a half years. No, 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 no. No. Jesus' departure from this planet only gave you greater access into the things that God has promised. Things don't have to diminish because he's gone. Things can increase because now you and I can be, become a part of the very plan of God to partner once again, to become participators, not spectators, to not sit on the outside looking in, but literally playing a role, having a hand in what God is doing in the earth today. Can someone say amen to that? He is God with us. I want you to look at Romans chapter eight. Romans chapter eight. You know these verses in verse 37, it says this, yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through who? Through him who loved us. This is what Paul says. I'm persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, 
nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to what? Separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Not only did God with us, not only did Jesus bring us back into connection, it also gives us a power that will withstand separation. This is what you can be assured of, that nothing can separate you from God. When you become partnered with him, when you become partnered with God, separation is not a part of your DNA any longer. If you have felt far from God, if you have felt like he's, he's not a part, if you have felt like, like, God, why aren't we in this together? I want you to know today, if you are in the kingdom, if you are in Christ Jesus, you are in partnership with the Father once again. I said, you're in partnership with the Father. And Paul says, nothing can separate me from the love of God. Nothing can break that covenant. Nothing can separate me from partnering with heaven. I want to read this to you in the Passion Translation. Verse 37. Yet even in the midst of all these things, we triumph over them all. God has made us to be more than conquerors, and his demonstrated love is our glorious victory over everything. So now I live with the confidence. Everyone say confidence. Come on, throw your shoulders back and say confidence. Confidence. I'm confident that there is nothing in the universe with the power to separate us from God's love. I'm convinced that his love will triumph over death. Life's troubles, fallen angels, or dark rulers in the heavens. There is nothing in our present or future circumstances that can weaken his love. There is no power above us or beneath us. No power that could ever be found in the universe that can distance us from God's passionate love, which is lavished upon us through our Lord Jesus, through our Lord Jesus, through Emmanuel, through God with us, the anointed one. We just sang songs, here comes heaven. We just sang songs that the king has come. What's our response to that? It's adoration. It's love. It's affection for the one that paid the ultimate price to be in partnership with you again. No, God didn't have to. But according to his word, that's what he wanted. And even if it meant costing his own beloved son, his life, it was a price well worth it so that you and him could work in sync once again. And he wants you convinced more today than any other day. I want to be in partnership with you. I want to work in tandem with you. That's why he says, trust in the Lord with all your hearts. Acknowledge me in all your ways. Acknowledge me. Why? Because we're doing this together. You're not raising that family alone. You're not fostering that child alone. You're not starting that business alone. You didn't get moved from one place to another alone. God is in partnership with you and you're in partnership with him. I was just talking with an individual this, this past week. I, I, I've, I've told y'all, you know, this time of year, 
It's supposed to be a joyous occasion. It's supposed to be uh, a, a time where we can reflect on the past year. We can have excitement. But, but for a lot of people, it's filled with regret. It's filled with depression, anxiety about how is next year going to be any different. I was talking with an individual just a few days ago about how lonely he felt. And I know it it, it can just sound like an easy little righteous religious saying to put over the top, but this is what I told him. I said, when you're with God, you're never alone. A relationship with God, a partnership with God will do far more for you than the right friends, the spouse, the family, making the right amount of money, getting the right uh, 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 amount of, of stake in the company. Whatever you think will fulfill that, nothing will fulfill that outside of the partnership with heaven. But you'll find that when we enter this synchronization with heaven, when we enter this partnership with heaven, he brings the right relationships. He brings the right people. He brings the right resources at the right time. He brings the right money. He brings the right validation. He brings the right affirmation from a position of knowing who I am with him first. And everything else finds a way. That's why we seek first the kingdom. Religion is man's attempt to get to God. But the kingdom is God's attempt to get to you. He didn't come to bring us religion. Jesus didn't come here as a religious figure. Just another person promising you something in the afterlife. That's what they all do. Every religion out there gives you a promise beyond this life. And Jesus says, no, I've come to give you life and life more abundantly. Partner with me today. And these works that I do, you will do an even greater works if you'll partner with me today. You want to be in partnership with heaven today? He is God with us. He is God with us. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast today. We trust you received a word from God. If you enjoyed this teaching, be sure to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes. By subscribing, you'll be sure to receive a new message every week as soon as they are made available. And if you'd like to learn more about Anchor Faith Church, you can stop by our website at anchorfaithbaldosta.com. There you'll find our locations and service times, ministries that are available for you and your family. You can even give financially in support of the ministry. Thank you again for listening, and we look forward to seeing you next time right here on the Anchor Faith Church podcast.